This is found in the book of Galatians, the very first chapter. Paul, an apostle, not of men, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. And all the brethren which are with me unto the churches of Galatia, grace be unto you and peace from God the Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins, that he might deliver us from this present evil world according to the will of God the Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ and to another gospel, which is not another, but there would be some that trouble you and would pervert the gospel of Christ. But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which you have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so I say again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For yet if I please men, I should not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached to me is not after man. For neither received for I neither received it a man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my conversation in time past in the Jews' religion, how that beyond measure I persecuted the church of God and wasted it, and profited in the Jews' religion above many mine equals in mine own nation, being more exceedingly zealous of the tradition of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my mother's womb, and called me by his grace to reveal in me that I might preach among the heathen, immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Neither when I went up to Jerusalem to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again into Damascus. Then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter and abode with him fifteen days. But other of the apostles saw I none save James the Lord's brothers. Now the things which I write unto you, behold, before God, I lie not. Afterwards I came unto the regions of Syria and Sicilia, and was unknown by face unto the churches of Judea which were in Christ. But they had heard only that he which persecuted us in times past now preaches the faith which once he destroyed, and they glorified God in me. That was 24 verses of the first chapter of Galatians. This is the largest Monday night talking meeting I've ever talked to. It's a little bit larger than we have in Columbia through year in and year out. So we know what old time talking meetings were. They were for preach the word, to be instant in season, to rebuke, to reprove, 
to exhort with all authority, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. Just as sure as you get sanctified, you have to have instructions to live sanctified after you get it. Just as sure as children are born into the world, they have to have guidance from the parents all the way through. Even though they think the parents may be a little outdated and a little outmoded, but sometimes it's a little bit better if they listen to them. And then when they get up to age and start responsibility themselves, they soon learn what we were talking about. They learn a little bit what we parents were talking about all the way along. And as often, I may have said this before, but as a, as a fellow, an old gentleman that uh, Bobby knew real good, and he had never met our dad before, and so Bobby had taken him with him, and he met him. He said, well, I've heard of you, Mr. Collins, but I've never met you before. I met your two sons, Robert and Harry. He said, but it may, may be like my father told me. He said, son, you can reach a lot further than me, but you, you could do reach a lot further if you stand on my shoulders. So tonight, if we stand on the foundation of the apostles and prophets and Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone, we certainly have enjoyed this camp meeting thus far. We have prayed for it. We've asked God's blessings upon it. And the good services that we've heard from time to time in different bodies of our people encourages us and makes us feel like praising the Lord and thanking the Lord for his goodness. And as I had started off to read this chapter tonight, I, I uh, usually, in anything that I do, I ask the Lord to lead me. And certainly if you get up here with the Bible, if you ever need any help, then you need it from the Lord. Because there's a lot of places you'd rather be than to be up here without the Holy Ghost moving in your heart. Because you just need him. And all is vain except the spirit of the Holy One come down. But tonight, brothers and sisters, in these short 24 verses, we've found here, we've found here that the Apostle Paul had to declare himself to the church at Galatia because he was finding people that were coming in and trying to destroy the doctrine that he had received right. at the hand of the Lord. Right. And it doesn't seem possible, and this church was just about 55 years old, it doesn't seem possible that you would have false brethren and false teachers to come along to sow seed of this card among the people of God. Right. But it happened. It happened, it happened right. in the seven churches at Galatia. Yeah. No matter how good they started, no matter how right. they filled with the Spirit of God, there was always somebody, as the scripture says in here, to come in to spy out the liberty that is in Christ Jesus. Right. Now we sing a hymn, On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. There is none other thing that people can stand on but the word of God. Right. And of course I am a little bit, have a little bit history in me. I, I have, I've said this before, I search history and I search the history of our church. I search the history of the Bible, and I find that, that, that the obedient shall eat the good of the Lamb. And I find that all the way through examples a long time that people have to be endured to the end. They that are steadfast, they that endure to the end shall be saved. It has been said here, it doesn't matter what we were 40 years ago, but it does matter what we are now and what we are ahead. And this is my 40th year standing up here in camp meeting. I've been a little handicapped of not being able to get up here and sing and shout. 
and to praise the Lord like I want to. I have done it in my heart. But I have seen no change that I have wanted in the 40 years that I've been with you people. I have liked the way that we have held our services and the manner God has blessed us. And so do you. And so do you. Because there is no change. There is no addition. There is no improvement on the Spirit of God. And Paul realized this trying to describe his stand to the people that he was an apostle and the way he got it was by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. And he gave his peace and he gave his contentment and he gave his exhortation to them. But he started out in the fourth verse by saying, who gave himself for our sins. Now we all know that. We all know that. It's taught over our land and country. But brothers and sisters, we want to reestablish that in the gospel of this church, that in the gospel that this church preaches, we stand on this word of God. And no other gospel can deliver you unless it is approved and established and and backed up by the Word of God. Now, from every pulpit in this nation and all over this world, everybody says they have the gospel. Everybody says, I got the doctrine. And it's got so common among people that just say, come on and believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Just accept Him as your personal Savior, and that's all you got to do. In fact, Uncle Ray and I met a man in the hotel Saturday, and he worked under this person called Chuck Colson, uh, that uh, came, said he was born again and works in the prisons. And, and he told us, he says, all I'll do is just point him to Jesus Christ and you, you and Brother Smith here go ahead and help him with the doctrine. Well, you can't get a hold of the Lord without a doctrine. You can't get established on the word of the Lord without a doctrine. If all you had day in and day out, if you didn't have some understanding of the word of God, and be able to read it and get in power. And as Brother Bobby mentioned about the horse's bridle, if you don't get in some of that, uh, if you don't get down in the depths of that, uh, and know when God had the army getting established, and when He fulfilled it, and when He brought it to pass, uh, brothers and sisters, sanctified people have found that. Uh, and it was accomplished by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary. Uh, we have said that Jesus has finished His work and given to us the gospel of the kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. All right, he had that he might deliver us from this present evil world. Now, that was long years ago. There was evil in the world. I realize there's different inventions. I realize there's different times. But God can deliver us from this present evil world. Some stand balance say, well, times has changed. Times is different. We've got to have this, and we've got to have that, and we need this to help us to serve the Lord. Brothers and sisters, the Bible says Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. It will take it through the door. He is the sanctified door. And my Bible says in the 15th chapter of St. John, he that climbeth up some other way is same as a thief and a robber. Brothers and sisters, if we don't come through the door tonight, we all stand as thieves and robbers. And we will be turned into hell with all nations that forget God. Hallelujah tonight. The Word of God is there. 
Yeah. It is not no patent up. It's not no substitute. Yeah. It'll take it for every one of us tonight, yeah. except you abide in the vine. Yeah. Why, I was the other day doing a little work, uh, and I cut, the, there was vines all over the fence. Uh, I said, well, there was an easy way to do that. That would be to cut the root. Yeah. Cut the root. So I cut the root, and the next day the, vine, the leaves begin to wither. Yeah. They begin to fall away. And it's just like this says, the axe is laid into the root of the trees. Yeah. And except, and except that Spirit of God gets into our heart, and we abide in the vine, we will dry up as those leaves are cut off from the vine. We will lose our testimony. We will lose our joy. We will lose that sweet look that we have. We'll lose that overflowing Spirit of God. We'll lose the old-time way. We'll lose the old hallelujahs. Praise the Lord tonight. Hallelujah tonight. This is camp meeting, and you can't preach until you get the saints united. Folks, we've got to preach the Word of God. This is not a sugar-coated way. This is holiness. We're to look like them. We're to be like them. We're to act like them. That's what you get when you get sanctified tonight. Oh, I feel good tonight. I feel just as bold as a lion and harmless as a dove. And when you step out on this, when I go home and pillow my head tonight, if I said anything by the Holy Ghost, I can stand on it. But if I said it of myself, I'll worry about it. The Lord will chastise me about it. But when I go home and I've done it by the Holy Ghost, I start preaching again. I start preaching again. I'll have a good time on this when I get home. It never gets old. It never diminishes. Praise the Lord tonight. And you can say you want contentment. You can say you want peace. But you just live sanctified, holy 24 hours a day, and you'll have it. And you'll have it. Who has delivered us from this present evil world? We don't need to join their societies, their clubs, their, their organizations, and their country clubs, and all of these things. We need to join the service of God. Hallelujah. Be a holy man of God. When they come out, they're separated from the secret orders and from their organizations, and it's best for you to do the same too. Let's do the same too. And you know what? You'll find favor both in the understanding of the sight of God and man. I didn't need to join anything to help you in your business. You don't need to join anything to help you or to go with them. The Bible says, come out from among them and be a separate, saith the Lord, and touch not what? The unclean thing, and I will receive you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah tonight. He'll deliver you from this present evil world. Evil world. That's right. Let the times come and go. Many years have passed by this. And the more that you add to yourself, the more you go the other way, the deeper, the slower, the less spirit you have. And it goes and it goes and it goes down and you lose that joy. And you know what your strength? You know what your strength is? You know what your strength is? The joy of the Lord is your strength. Why, you wouldn't feel like testifying without the Lord. You wouldn't feel like getting up here and raise your hand when the songs that are redeemed are sung if you didn't have the joy. I wouldn't feel like crying when those tears run down my face if it wasn't for the joy. I don't care about waking up 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. I'd rather for the Lord wake me up about 7 or 8 o'clock. But if He's going to do it, they done it the other morning, I just went to the preaching. Yeah. Woo! I 
tell you I had the joy of the Lord. That's something, the communion of the Lord is something with you. It'll get in your soul. It'll water your heart. It'll be like a tree planted by the river of the water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaves shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. His delight shall be where? In the law of the Lord, and in his law that he did it meditate day and night. That's holiness. Nothing else can satisfy. Praise the Lord tonight. Present evil world, according to the will of God our Father. Now, he said to them, I marvel that you are so soon removed. I marvel that you're so from, from him that has called you into the grace unto another gospel. Well, I tell you, it's hard for me. That little boy sitting right there said to me tonight, he says, Looks like I can't understand where everybody that gets sanctified ought to stay sanctified. Well, I said, I can't either. I can't either. A little Ross there. I can't either. And then Sister Jet, Sister Dora on the other side was over here, says, Preach the word and live holy. Stand fast. You like the old time way you said? That's what you told me sitting right there, and I believe you do. Well, I've got good encouragement sitting there. That just makes you feel good. That should call you unto another gospel. Now, I like this. Which is not another? Which is not another? Now, that verse just isn't what it's put there to pass over. Come and go. Have a good time. You all go. Have a good... And all these things. It wasn't that way. No. That was a quote from my father many years ago over this sand, same stand. Yeah. He talked about the surveyor, that the surveyor had put the stake there. Yeah. And it stays there. Yeah. It stays there. The surveyor puts it there and it stays there. God has put this plumb line here and it's there. Yeah. But he says, which is not another. Yeah. Do you all know of any other doctrine that will save your soul? like the Christ-sanctified Holy Church preaches. That's right. Do you know anybody else preaches that way? Do you know anybody else preaches that way? Now, I'm up here. We're down here in camp meeting, and we're glad to have everybody with us. But I want you to know where we stand. I want you to know what our church is. I want you to know how we feel. And so they come along there, and he said, which is not another. Now, the gospel had more depth to it. when On the day of Pentecost, there come a time... There come a time that something happened on the day of Pentecost. Something happened. Now, that's right. And it had come. That's right. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh, I tell you what. I wish you all had some sister Jesses in your crowd. I really do. I tell you what. That's one thing I enjoy is sister Jessie. Now, she does it all the time. Yeah, Yeah, she does it all the time. Ninety years old, and her mind is renewed day by day. I heard recently that one of our members went to a psychiatrist, and they said to him, said, you got too much religion put on you. Now, isn't that pitiful? Yeah. And now, my Bible says he renews your mind yeah. by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. That's what does it. Yeah. What the trouble is, they left out the old paths, yeah. and they got a little weaker, and they got a little weaker, but if they got into the renewing of their mind, then their peace would be as the righteousness and the way... River, river, river. river. Yeah. peace like a river, peace like a river, river. and the right, right ways of the sea. Thank the Lord. Okay, yeah. okay. Now I'll get back to this here. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also you have received, and wherein you stand. Yeah. By which also, now you are what? 
You're saved. Saved. Oh, see, you're saved by gospel now. You're saved by gospel. Paul says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? For for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. See, there was a gospel to this. There was a line down here. This took years and years and years to bring all this to pass so that we might have the gospel. Wherein in time past he spoke unto the fathers by the prophets, but now in the last days he has spoken unto us by his son. That's how it's a gospel. It's okay by your say if you keep in memory that's good. For which I preached unto you lest you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins. Now, he's bringing the gospel a little compact. According to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. All right, he was born, he died, he was buried, and he rose again according to the scriptures. That's the part of the gospel. Then when he did rise again, and stayed on the earth 40 days and 40 nights, uh, witnessing to the disciples that he was the Christ, uh, that he was and went went into the room with them, done these many things with them, went into heaven, stayed up there, and on the come down, and then on the the 50th day after he was risen from the dead, on the day of Pentecost, then he was going to give them the gospel. He was going to give them the new life. He was going to save them. They weren't saved at that time. They hadn't had the sanctifying power. He hadn't completed all that he was going to do. He had completed the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, had completed to them, had finished the work, ascended back. But he says, I'm going to send you another comforter I'm going to send you another comforter. What's he going to do with you? That he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world can, cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But why? But ye know him. Ye know him. Why? Because he dwelleth in you. So then on that, in that upper room, in that upper room where he told him to tarry in that city of Jerusalem and wait for the comforter up on high, then this is when all the, this, oh, he opened the windows of heaven yeah. and poured this wonderful blessing out upon them. Yeah. Now you all know that part and I'll save some time on, on getting all through those things. But, uh, but as you come yeah. along there, now there wasn't no great big notice out among the people. No. There wasn't no advertising campaign. In fact, you know, sometimes I think you look back at Jesus there when he was 12 years old. He went along there and he went in that temple and he talked to those scribes and elders and took the book of the law and read the 61st chapter of Isaiah. The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me for anointing me to preach good tidings and opening of the prisons and the rest of that that goes. And then he said, this is acceptable year of the Lord. He took the book and closed the book and sat down. And they all wondered. Now, if you had something like that today, everybody want a big advertising campaign, 12-year-old boys going to preach. And they did that recently, um, several years ago. But Jesus didn't work that way. And then I read in the scripture there, he healed this person over here. He said, don't go show it to nobody. Don't show it to priests. Went over here and said, just keep it later on. Keep this later on. Well, it looked a little peculiar. Yeah. said, but after you, you're going to know these things after the day of Pentecost. Yeah. You're going to know at that day you're going to know it. Yeah. Then you can tell about it. Yeah. Uh, so he didn't exalt himself. He didn't put all these great things out. He didn't put on no big show. He didn't do all these things. He just preached to the people. Yeah. Healed the sick, raised the dead, and did all of these things. Uh, but when the day of Pentecost come, yeah. they were up there, and these folks sure didn't know what he was talking about. Yeah. Oh, my, everything that he said to 
them come to their his remembrance. Yeah. And he poured out on them the day, the spirit, and gave them the gospel. Now, you know what they started with over here when they began to preach it? He said, repent. Yeah. Repent. That's the first thing you have to do to get the gospel. You have got to be sorry for your ways you live, for your sins. And you can't get that blessing without repenting. Repenting. And no man can come unto the Father unless the Father draw him. And I don't think this thing is going to sneak upon you like a bad disease. I think you're going to know it when you get it. I think you're going to feel it when you get it. I think you're going to manifest when you get it. Because when you repent, he'll forgive you of all of your sins. And he told them, first thing in 2 and 38... Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, we're a people that believe in the baptism of Jesus Christ. That everything else, that the gospel is the one that baptizes you into his death. Buried with him, buried with him, that we should walk in newness of life. All right, after they got a hold of this with the gospel, one of the first things they did, they went along, they started going to a building. There was a man there that was crippled. There was a man there from his mother's womb. He was looking for arms. He was looking for security. But when Peter and John come in there, they see... John said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Immediately it said, immediately it said, his feet and ankle bones received strength and he leaped it up. And he leaped it up. That's the Lord. That's what you all do, isn't it? Isn't that the way we do when we get happy? I think Uncle Joe did right good teach us these things, don't yeah, you? Taught us how to leap up. Yeah. We can hold a meeting with a big crowd. We can hold them with a small crowd. We can do it with a few people. We can do it with a lot of people. We can even do it with two or three if we have to. Yeah, Nobody else can do it that way. No. They have to have all these other things go with them, their music and their, their singers and all these things. Yeah. But we can go out with a Bible and our songbook with a few and preach the Word of God, yeah. leaping up and praising God. Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. Do you like that? Yeah. I think you folks like it. Yeah. I really do. You look like you like it. I yeah. see you up here. You look like you like the yeah. Spirit of God. Yeah. And I feel like you like it. Yeah. And this is the way this man did it. And he went in and told them there. He said, this, these people, yeah, one, man. one man went in there and began it. But he told them over there, he said, repent therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing yeah. shall come from the presence of the Lord. Yeah. Whatever have you ever had is as refreshing as the Spirit of God. Right. Nothing right. about it but repent. He told them in there, that was the gospel. You have to repent, repent, repent. And if you don't, you all shall likewise perish, he says here. Well, when they got doing this, it sort of upset the people. Have you ever noticed when people get sanctified and you have good meetings in places, it accepts the people? It's different. You know, it's going to be a little hard for us to take in all the world when everybody's going to go and everybody's going to accept it. I thought everybody would get sanctified after I got sanctified. I thought I'd go back and talk to my schoolmates and I thought they would receive it. 
I thought that would be an easy job. But I found a little different. I found a little different. And instead of me joining them, I soon found out that we had different ways. We've been friends all of our life. We grew up together. We played together. We played in school together. But as a 16-year-old boy, I found out that they didn't want what I had. But I wanted what I had. I wanted what I had. So I set my sails out for glory. I set my sails with the sanctified people. And I found that the Bible is true. Yeah. And I found out I was not about like in a solo world. This is a solo church. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. We're not hand in hand with the holiness people. No. I have to meet a, um, I was in the mall the other day and I was sitting there down in the center there waiting for Dot and a nice looking gentleman come up and sat beside of me. And of course, as my habit is, I talk with everybody. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I, so, so as I was sitting there and I introduced myself and he introduced himself and, uh, and the first thing come up, something come up about religion right away. And of course, that's what I wanted. And I, he says, um, are you a, a preacher? I says, yes, I am. He says, what kind are you? I said, I'm a wholeness preacher. He says, well, I was raised in a wholeness church back in Pennsylvania. He said, tell me about it. I said, okay, I'll tell you very short. He was a professor at the university. And I was just a sanctified man. And so I says, uh, well, I'll tell you very short. That separates you from what you were raised with. We believe that sanctification is a separate work from that of justification, of forgiveness of sin, and is obtained instantaneously. I says, does that give you pretty straight to what it is? He said, well, I, he said, well, that is really good. So I hadn't heard nobody say that since I was a little boy. I had not know. Well, you know what that caused. That follows a good preaching session, you know. Yeah. And he really did took it in good. Yeah. So his wife and daughter come up and he, she, he says, Look here, I want to introduce you to Mr. Collins here. Says, I found one man that had said something that I hadn't heard in years and years That's and years. Yeah. You know, that made me feel good. Yeah. <clears throat> and Dot would walk by. He walked by that way, walked by that way, and you know what? I had a good time. It just made me feel good that I had the gospel. Bless the Lord. Makes you feel good you got the gospel. You know, it sort of feels like that you're the head and not the tail. Sort of makes you feel like you're above and not beneath. I like our society. I like our organization. I like our atmosphere. Hallelujah tonight. Oh, what you do. Well, so when he went out and began to preach along here, and they come along, and so there was more to it than this repentance, you see. Yeah. Well, the scribes and the Pharisees got offended because they had crucified Jesus, and they thought they had done away with him. Of course, the Jewish people never did want to accept him, and they never have, and it looks like they never will. Never have. Never have accepted him, and never will. But we true Jews have... i got to get this in. We true Jews have found him, haven't we? We true Jews have found him. Like I told one the other day, I said, I'm really, I'm really the Jew. I'm really the Jew. Well, of course, she, took, she laughed at me, and I said, well, so i got Bible for it. Of course, you don't take the New Testament. And if you don't take the Bible, I can't talk to you too much. How can you talk with anybody about, like, talking to an atheist? How are you going to talk with him if you can't talk about this? How you... All I got to do is just believe the very first verse in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Yeah. Boy, that makes me just feel good. That's yeah. all the mystery I need. That's all you need. Get it with faith and you've got it all straightened out there. Yeah. But they come along here and they agree because they preach what in this gospel? They preach that through Jesus, the resurrection of the dead. There you are, brothers and sisters. There is your hinges. There is your that's doors there. That's the hinges that open that door. 
And that's the hinges that opens heaven's doors for you to have a resurrection. It had to come to pass. It was spoken of by Isaiah, spoken of by Daniel in the 11th, 12th chapter of Daniel, spoken of by all the way along was going to be a resurrection. And my, as the scripture says there in the 27th chapter of St. John, many bodies of the saints which slept arose and went in the holy city. The world don't know what to do with that verse. They just don't know what to do with that verse. But sanctified people do. Sanctified people do. Thank God. And we are raised up through him, through the faith of the operation of God. If he hadn't raised, we wouldn't have had no resurrection. He, we wouldn't have had no resurrection. My, then, then all they that are falling asleep are perished. But so in Christ all shall be made alive. My, how many subjects can I get on? <laughs> Bless the Lord tonight. You see, the gospel has got so many deep subjects in it that, see, this after you get sanctified, this is what you get into. This is what you get into. You get into the Word of God. You get in, it opens it up. It makes you feel good. It, get, it, it just makes you feel like rejoicing. And there's something about it. That, my, I'll tell you what, if you spend more time in this, You'll get up here more. Yeah. You'll get up here. But anyhow, they begin to preach this, and they begin to find fault with them, and it hurt them so much that they put them in jail. They put them in jail because they preached through Jesus the, the resurrection. They said, well, this man that we, we say is dead, they say is alive. Well, he didn't come back in a temporal man no more. Though we have known Christ after the flesh in Corinthians, henceforth know we him no more. People are looking for Christ to come back in the gospel, like all of these different 24th chapters, St. Matthew, Thessalonians, and all these other places, and getting all these things, trying to tie it all together, and they got the thousand years, and they got the three and a half days, and they got these many, and they got the signs, and all these things. But when you get the gospel, it brings it all together in one. It brings it all together in one. You have the resurrection. You had the baptism, yeah, yeah. you had the communion, yeah, yeah. you had the second coming, yeah, right. you are complete in him. In him. Right. And the only that's thing right. that can make you complete is the gospel. Right. And to have that resurrection, it makes you complete in him. Right. As he says, except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man, you have no life in you. Right. But if we have that, he, he that, and then he said, he that believeth in me shall never die. Never die. That was hard for people to understand all those things, yeah. but it isn't hard now since I got sanctified. No. Because we're eating of his flesh and we're drinking of his blood because we have been raised from him. Yeah. You see, there was no other. That was just one doctrine. That was just one Lord. That was just one faith. That was just one baptism. It only come one way. It's just like the sister talked to Sister Sylvia here. They went to another way and he tried to find it. He tried to get it. But she realized, she realized that this little church had something more for her. This little church had the gospel. And when he got sanctified, Brother Harvey, when you got a hold of it, why then it showed you the darkness from the light. It showed you light. It showed you into the holy way. That's the way God does. There is not another. So then, as we come along there, and the church went along, and it grew, and then there come some people in, in the 15th chapter of Acts, and said, well, except you be circumcised, after the law of Moses, you cannot be saved, yeah. right away. Here they are singing and shouting, and it looks like people wouldn't get all those things. 
It looks like they would understand it, but everybody doesn't understand the doctrine. Everybody doesn't understand the gospel. Well, the elders got together and they prayed over it and they wrote a letter over it, sent it down there, sent it back to them and told them, we shouldn't bother these things, things strangled from blood and all of these things. We should separate ourselves from these things. God got rid of those things. Why, there's a difference. The circumcision was given to the... Uh, was circumcision was given to the children uh, to the Hebrew nation way before the law of Moses has a sign but thank God tonight that every one of us is circumcised yeah. of the heart circumcisions of the heart not of the flesh but of the spirit God takes it away separates us from the world cuts us loose from those things translates us renews us gives us the Holy Ghost into our heart and life thank the Lord for it through the gospel through the gospel as Paul said, or Timothy said, now is made manifest by the appearing of Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. That's how it comes. How it comes. You get immortality. The brother said, you put on immortality. Now, the world doesn't believe that. Is that right? The world doesn't believe that. But we, according to the scriptures, to the gospel, believe that you put on immortality. We believe that this corruptible put on incorruption. We believe that we have part in that first resurrection. We believe that the first death has been eradicated. That death, hell, and grave has been conquered. The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. But we've got another verse there. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You have complete victory in the gospel through our Lord Jesus Christ. And the way that we manifest it in this life is by the Holy Ghost that he gives us. The Holy Ghost is that witness to your heart and lives, witnessing that you have received these things, brothers and sisters. Thank God for them tonight. Wonderful tonight. Yes. Wonderful tonight. I don't yes. know of anything. Wonderful. The most thankful thing I'm in life for is that I ever found this people. Yes. Yes. I was raised among them. I was raised in a little place called Shinkating. Yes. Brother B.A., when he was mentioning all those little towns, I had little Katie sitting there on the front seat. I mean, she was raising her hand all these towns, cities, you know. And I didn't coax her. This is right. I didn't coax her. She says, she could take, she didn't hear him. She thought that was a state too, I guess, because I said so much about it. But the reason it has a little bit more to us, brothers and sisters, is because somebody started from that place that brought us all together here tonight. And through all these years, they, they held the traditions and brought these things lest we'd lost them. If they had failed, now look, if they had failed, you think on it. If they had failed... Would you all have been here tonight? No. You would have been tied up into another gospel, into another church, which is not another, and you would be losing your soul. But thank God, I feel like at this camp meeting and every year, we should renew our courage that we should stand together on the faith of the gospel, striving together for the unity. And the faith, as it says, be of one mind and one accord, Brothers and sisters, the Word of God has given us that instruction. We know how to do it. If you trust in the Lord with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, God will bless our efforts. Thank the Lord for it tonight, that His Holy Spirit, that His Holy Spirit is directing us 
and keeping us. Well, you all are mighty blessed tonight. I um, was supposed to take it long to easy, but it looks like I've done pretty good here in moving around. Somebody asked me, did I feel that, would, could I preach? I said, yeah, I, I think I can do that all right. I think I can talk about this. And this is not the only place I preach. This is not the only time I do it. But it does look good to see you all. And it makes me feel good tonight that after last year, we're still con- earnestly contending for the faith that yeah. once delivered to the saints. Right. Anything that makes my heart rejoice is to see people filled with the Spirit yeah. and overcome with Him. Is there someone here tonight who would love to get a hold of the gospel that will save your soul? Right. Repent. Confess your sins. Tell the Lord you're sorry. Tell the Lord you want His Holy Spirit. We have witnessed already during this camp meeting those that have done that and how they have how they have witnessed that holy city the new jerusalem coming down into their heart and life will there be someone that would like to go tonight that feels the need of prayer and while we stand and we sing this hymn of invitation <coughs> let those that feel that drawing tonight come to the word of god come and kneel at the cross and god will bless your heart let us stand while we sing